0: Today on episode 52 of the Home of Play podcast, PlayStation VR Spotlight gives us a taste of what's to come. PlayStation Store will discontinue movie and TV purchases and rentals. An E3 2021 physical event is inevitably cancelled and they will be hosting a digital event. All that and more. Ooh, it's time for intro. A
1: yearly intro. Intro. happy monday everybody welcome back to episode 52 the big year anniversary of the home of play podcast where every monday the three best friends join forces to give you all the latest in playstation rumors news reviews and that is because we are the true playstation fans i'm your host and with me i'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself christopher happy anniversary alongside christopher we also have the 60 frames of coitus uh not this again the home of play podcast is a self-supported podcast we don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff you don't need here because of this that allows us to bring you the playstation news that you need or want to know all of our content is free for you to join at your leisure we only ask that you help support the show by visiting the youtube channel which can be found by searching the home of play podcast once there please feel free to hit the subscribe button maybe even give us a like on the video should the spirit movie winky wink face if you're already hearing our beautiful voices through the magic of our YouTube channel, then guess what? We are a podcast, and that means you can find us in all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month, we are growing, and it's all because you lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cause with the power of word of mouth. If any of you have comments, questions, complaints, we want to hear from you, please leave any of those in our YouTube videos, and then we can read your question on the show or alone in private while we celebrate our anniversary on today's episode we have eight news articles to discuss but first as always let us begin with celebrating the anniversary haha i tricked you i tricked both of you haha anyway (laughs) we just want to say thanks everybody for listening it has been officially year now episode 52 we're excited uh we don't really have much to announce we are trying a few new things with the podcast So if you notice less bloopers uh you know hopefully a more concise product i would hope anyway uh so yeah we're trying a few new things but it really shouldn't affect release or anything like that um so yeah just keep up the support we appreciate everything uh i mentioned this in a podcast previously but i value time as the most valuable currency that you have so the fact that you choose to give us any of your time uh means a lot to everyone uh we've seen the downloads really shoot up this year uh i'm quite just excited and humbled by the choice people are making we've hit multiple countries uh states provinces it's just been great and like i said i keep using the word humble because that's truly how i think i feel i I don't speak for the other two but uh i just think we're all overly excited so thanks very much for everything you guys are doing here it does mean a lot to us even though sometimes we may not talk about it because we're dead inside and emotions are hard to (laughs) bleed through (laughs) thanks everybody So with all that said, uh, we can move on to what we normally talk about, which is what we've been doing this previous week. And this time, we're not going to start with Coitus. We're going with Chris. Okay. So uh, I haven't spent a lot of time on one thing, but
0: I dabbled in a a whole bunch of other things. Uh, I did a little bit of Valheim. Uh, We took on the third boss, which was difficult, but there's enough of us where it's like we can rotate the damage taking, so it's not too bad. So we're on to the mountains now. Uh, I think we're doing the fourth boss tonight. So looking forward to that. Uh, Did another province or two in Valhalla. Uh, Still enjoying that game a lot. Um, I mentioned a little while back, I repurchased Resident Evil 2 Remake on PC because I wanted to see it in its glory on there. And it was great. Uh, I did Leon's Campaign Side A, just on normal mode, just to have fun. I uh, did another chapter of 13 Sentinels. Uh, it's one of those games where there's more reading than there is action. So, or while there's talking <laughs> than there is action. So it's like you just got to be in the mood for that style of kind of like... <laughs> anime. Mom, you tricked me. <laughs> this is just a book. <laughs> this is a book. <laughs> this isn't a game <laughs> at all. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it's, it's it's entertaining. It's just you got to be in the mood for it. I uh, didn't get a chance to play any Persona Strikers yet other than the little bit that I played when I first got it. Um, One thing I did uh, sign up for or participated in, uh, which I mentioned to Steve, was I participated in my first Kickstarter, uh, a a game that's on PC called Coral Island. Um, Steve knows uh, I definitely like the, (laughs) I don't want to say farming simulator, even though we have episodes of me playing farming simulator games, but uh, (laughs) like the Harvest Moon games and like Stardew Valley, Uh, I just have a fondness for those games for some reason and this one just looks like the next evolution of what Stardew Valley could be like graphic wise and it just it looks really good so it's my first kickstarter that I've donated to so I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what they're gonna do I think their games or I think the beta or early access or something's coming out in June I think if I'm not mistaken but Looking- I'm just
1: wondering how many more farming simulators
0: until you just actually start, <laughs> start a, a farm. farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That requires physical labor. So
1: unless I just hire people to do it. But yeah, uh, next week, we will have uh, <laughs> the first episode of <laughs> the Home of Farm podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me standing in the middle of a field.
0: Uh, otherwise, that's pretty much it for me this week.
1: Noise, uh, coitus we're going to go with you, buddy.
0: All I
2: have really been doing is just... A little, just a little bit of Valheim. We haven't had a lot of time this week, due to my friend not being around. He likes playing World of Warcraft instead, so I kind of <laughs> get pushed to the wayside for his bi-weekly. No, I guess, I guess it's not even that. It's twice a week raid that he needs to participate in, even though he's got all the best gear. Sad face. But I think uh, I think we're almost along the same route as chris right now we have the third boss down we've sailed to the island where the dragon is but we have to we have to find all the eggs because we forgot to load them onto the boat so now we have to go find new ones because i don't feel like sailing back and i hope that there's eggs on the island that's all i'm gonna say
0: there's definitely eggs in the mountain
2: there is and i'm just hoping that the the island we're on is big enough to actually have three because it's not not a very big island so oh, yeah. I'm not sure if my kind of team's worry.
0: found that yet or not. I assume they know where it is.
2: Yeah, I know. We know where it is. We're as close as we can. We're parked on the meadows on the shore. We have a portal set up. So if we die, we just portal back and uh, we're, we're pretty much ready. We just got to find those eggs. So that's pretty much it, though. It hasn't been really that exciting of a week for me.
1: I don't have much to say about Valheim, but I will say, just so I feel included, my eggs are kept in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what have you been up to, Steve? What have I been up to? I've been up to not a lot. Uh, I feel like there's a hole in my heart. I'm missing something ever since I beat Nier. And uh, so now I'm I'm definitely excited for the Replicant, the re-release or remaster, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I believe that one's coming out in April. So I might pick that up just because I miss all the good stuff, uh, the good feels, the art of that. And uh, so, yeah, I didn't know what to play this week. So I do believe I dabbled in. uh can't remember. I think I purchased it last weekend, but I did buy uh, the first Little Nightmares game. Oh, yeah, Ooh. I like that one. So I started playing it. Um, you know, I I... I should say outright that I'm not the biggest indie fan uh, of indie games. Typically this one seemed neat aesthetically and, you know, just by concept. Um, So anyway, I get into it. I put in a few hours, nothing crazy. And I would say it's somewhere in the middle for me. Like I love the, the style of it. Um, The creatures or monsters, whatever you want to call them the nightmare people, they're very creepy i love that i think it's cool that, you know when you're trying to get away from them you you feel it like it, i'm like okay I, I get this i get this but then when that's not around and you're just forced with this not great platforming that was the part i'm not loving i do like the puzzle parts but i just feel like when it comes to the platforming or the action like let's say you're moving behind um a trash can because you can't be seen in this one level and then the trash can glitches and then you're caught automatically and then the checkpoint system you find out wasn't optimized great sometimes you know it's two seconds away and you're like oh this is great and other times it seems like big chunks of space missing you have to go this entire way and it not great for a game that likes to throw surprises at you It almost sometimes feels like a little dark souls esque in terms of level design where they're like surprise <laughs> and you're just screwed and you're like oh okay i wasn't expecting that and then Surprise again, the checkpoint, yeah, it was five minutes ago, and now you get to redo all that just because you weren't ready for some uh, instant death mechanic.
0: Have you finished it yet, or no?
1: No, I haven't. I got sidetracked, and then I decided to try the second indie game I bought, which was uh, Untitled Goose Game. And I beat that in completion. I got all the you know, list things off, except the time trial stuff. I'm not a guy for time travel, uh, time trials. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Um, I really enjoyed that game. You know, any game where I can push a kid in a puddle and steal his glasses, <laughs> uh, you know, it's an instant memory maker for me. I, I give it my gold little award trophy here. That doesn't actually exist. And yeah, I really enjoy that game. It's short, yes, but you know, it was on sale. I don't even think I paid 10 bucks for it. Yay. And uh, it was good for a little sit down. I completed it in one sit sitting, you know, had a good time. Um, funny. I think they added multiplayer. So I kind of want to see like if I could play this with my wife and what horrible dangers the two geese can cause. So <laughs> that, that board <laughs> Uh But yeah, it's just like the concept of that game is amazing. I could see why it won some awards, right? Like you're just this honestly it is a video game, but sometimes I'm like, this does seem something geese are capable of because they're just love to torment people. I get why this game exists. So yeah, I I don't think I played much else other than that. Um, but it's also been, you know, a crazy week. So now I got to figure out what I'm doing after this. Um, but yeah, that was my week basically summed up also finished WandaVision today. So that was, uh, it left me with some feels, but I won't talk about it. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. So um so yeah anyway let's just jump forward and go into the news <laughs> yay curtis is joining us on it Yay! Start with article number one we have elden ring rumors roundup this one comes from ign on february 26 microsoft reporter paul Thruart, which hopefully i'm saying that correct tweeted to say that he believed an xbox event would be held on march 23rd that would actually showcase elden ring later It seems like they kind of Microsoft came back on that and said that's not true. So, you know, yay to that one. Um, On the same day, journalist Jeff Grubb said on a Games Beat Decides podcast that he believed new Elden Ring information would be released by the end of March. On February twenty eighth, investigative journalist Jason Schreier added that there was strong evidence floating around that the game will be shown relatively soon. This one's another rumor vgc reported that an elden ring trailer has leaked online apparently showing off-screen footage of gameplay from much anticipated from software open world rpg the trailer reportedly being shared online shared in sorry online chat rooms jason Trier added that this purported trailer was the evidence he had mentioned previously vgc adds that the trailer shows a montage of familiar soul style melee combat Boss battles against a fire breathing dragon and a large sword wielding foe, surprise, and a glimpse of horseback combat in a large open environment. Which that part is a surprise. As part of this reported on the trailer, VGC said that the sources close to Elden Ring had told the publication that the game has been delayed several times because of the pandemic related production difficulties. Those delays were speculated by one source to have pushed the game's release out of 2021. Ooh, that's sad. So anyway, that's all the rumors. A lot of weird, small rumors. Uh, and then one of them proven to be false. Uh, hopefully two of them, because I really don't want to wait for this game any longer. But with all the lack of news, it would make sense. What are you guys thinking here?
2: We're only in the beginning of 2021. There's still lots of time. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully that one's not true.
1: Uh,
0: for me, um, I could see why people are getting hyped for this game. Um, company's good, they've have a good track record, uh, all that kind of stuff. But uh, I'll just throw this out there. There's been other companies that had really good track records, and they've kind of (laughs) spiraled into a shit show. (laughs) So in all honesty, uh, my hype level is not anywhere where they would want it to be at this moment. I'm just... I can't get hyped for these types of things anymore, because... Like so there's some that do it for me, but this one's like I, I'm just there's, there's not enough of it. They haven't officially shown enough of it. Uh, I don't want to get my hype up because I've been hurt. <laughs> I've been hurt before.
2: <laughs> like it's it's just it's all rumors is the thing. Like there's yeah. there's no reason to get hyped off rumors for something that hasn't been officially shown. What have we been shown? I will A say though
1: this. Yes, and but the trailer's more than they've shown us, and uh, <laughs> it does show things, right? You know, you see combat, you see, uh, you know, the traditional style that I'm used to seeing from their game.
0: It's kind of surprising, too, because they usually, when something like this happens, the the developers or the publisher sometimes gets out ahead of it and releases a little bit of a trailer.
1: Yeah, they almost want to, like, it's very reactionary, yeah. and it's but like, we oh, we better post it. So No.
2: Yeah, but it's we've got to remember—it's a trailer. It's to set the feel. It doesn't mean that just because something's in there, that's going to be part of your gameplay.
0: That could be why they're not responding to it—is because it could just be like an old, old version of it that doesn't exist anymore, so they don't care. <laughs> yeah, I remember when
2: mm-hmm. wall running was a thing, and then they took it out. Wait,
1: never happened. What game is that?
2: I don't know. It's definitely one that didn't, uh, you know, sour your feels. Oh, <laughs>
0: you mean Enter the Matrix? Yeah, it was in there. That's that's it. Got it. <laughs>
1: Good game yeah, I don't know. I watched the trailer. Uh, you know, if you want to call it that, it's hard to call it that. It just seems to be clips from people's phone footage that they recorded at separate times. Um, so it was interesting, but yeah, you get to see gameplay, which is cool. Uh, you know, it's the traditional stuff you're used to seeing from a dark souls. The combat looks very similar. Uh, the horseback riding was new, uh, definitely looked like an open environment. Uh, boss battles seem, you know, like we've always seen. So all I know is like it does look like it's trying to change a little bit, try to grow a little bit. Hopefully it's the right direction. You know, I am a little concerned with the open world part, but I'll have faith. And if they are delaying it, then, you know, good, like if it needs it, take all the time you want. As Chris said, we've been burned this year. So I just say give them all the time they need. Don't feel like you need to rush uh because, you know, I'm just used to like High scoring releases from these guys, right? Like they 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 have a certain polish that they've been able to maintain. So I just say keep at that. Don't worry about the rest.
2: It's kind of been the motto of twenty twenty one. Just take your time.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um. And yeah, I don't know. It looked great. I'm I'm still hyped for it. Like I know Chris is saying he's not hyped, but um, I love these games. I love playing them with Curtis. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, it comes out for every console. You there's crossplay and all these grand hopes, but um,
0: hopefully, a populated world. That's the thing Mm -hmm. with some open world games. They're they're open world, but they're empty. As long as it's not along the lines of Breath uh, of the
2: Wild. um, Wow, I just blanked what it was called. Sekiro. Mm, As long as it doesn't have like the parrying and stuff on that. That's cool.
1: You put some fear in me actually. That's a good point. Oh my. That's actually changed my thought process but here cuz
2: it's we have nothing. We know nothing so. Yeah. It's if they're changing the formula
0: yet. Yeah, if they're changing the formula into like open world game, they might not want to change the combat too much to
1: That's true actually cuz yeah, they did show different classes which was good to see like that Made me a little happier because I think that was my biggest complaint with Sakura is like, there's only one way to play yeah. and it's the Sakura." And that way.
2: is true. That might, that might alleviate some of that, uh, that
1: fear. Mm-hmm. That's true. So anyway, that's all great and good, but we're going to move on to number two, more remakes from Square Enix library on the way. This one comes from Destructoid. Chris, will you take this one?
0: Uh, yeah. Forever Entertainment, the publisher responsible for Panzer Dragoon, Uh, the remake and the recently confirmed Panzer Dragoon Two Sway remake uh, has entered into an agreement with Square Enix Japan to produce multiple remakes based on one of the studio's classic IPs. While the IP itself was not revealed nor were the amount of games or a release window, it is believed that the remakes will feature a full visual overhaul while retaining each title's original gameplay. It is unknown whether the new games will be developed before, after, or alongside Forever's incoming remakes of 1996 Sega shooter, The House of the Dead, and its 1998 sequel, The House of the Dead 2. So we're not getting... I remember
1: playing those. Oh
0: yeah, the, the rail shooter style game, yeah. <laughs> so we're not getting a lot of information. Uh, I know before we started recording, we were trying to speculate what what could possibly be the studio's classic IPs they're referring to. I don't know. The only big one in my mind, maybe I just, I don't have the memory for it, but the big one obviously is the Final Fantasy games. Um, Some of the classic. Which we
1: have heard rumors before that there were plans on more Final Fantasy remakes.
0: And maybe they're talking the originals like one through six or whatever. So um, that could be what's coming. And that would be good because I enjoyed those ones. Um, What other Square Enix slash potential Square Soft style games would you guys think that they could be talking about
1: i would love a front mission Mm
0: -hmm. oh i'm looking uh i'm
2: looking at just kind of a list
0: of things i would love to see
2: uh parasite eve
1: oh Oh, that would be good
2: that would be a nice one to see because i know a lot of people keep asking for it oh
1: yeah that one's been kind of dead for a long time yeah i was thinking the chrono trigger series yeah that'd be a a really good one too yeah, there's, I don't know, they do have a lot of old stuff that they could bring back and be highly successful. You know, kind of like me, and I always whine about Capcom not bringing back Dino Crisis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> give me Dino Crisis. I want dinosaurs that attack other dinosaurs <laughs> that create more dinosaurs. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's It could be anything. It's very interesting. I mean, basically, all this information gives us is, like, the right to speculate yeah. and come up with wild fantasies that we just hope for, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I Like I said, it could be Final Fantasies. I'll be happy. Yeah. If it's Parasite Eves, I'll still be happy. Um, just give me any of that stuff, really. Anything from their old library. Even like Vagrant Story, I'd love to play.
0: Um, I'd love to see a rebooted or remastered uh, Final Fantasy 2 and 3 or 4 mm-hmm. and 6,
1: depending on where you live. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I always hear people talk about... I think it's 6 that they talk about the most. Yeah. Um, I just wonder, if, like, you know, because 6 is regarded so highly, would they give that to a different developer? Or want to do it in-house. Yeah. Yeah, so then that would tell me, like, maybe you're the other one, like, maybe we're doing 5. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's... uh But yeah, maybe they would love to do all of this, but, you know, they are working on the 18 parts that will become Fall Fantasy Seven remakes, so... <laughs> like maybe they just don't have time and they will give six to someone or it's none of our guesses and we're all completely wrong yeah
0: it's very likely to be something from (laughs)
1: okay so that is enough speculation we need to move on to article three this one is a big sad depressing load of poopy e3 2021 live event canceled but not dead this one comes from games radar when the site's working and uh, it goes as such e3's 2021's in-person event has been cancelled shock and awe according to the forthcoming meeting by the la board of convention and tourism development this will be the second year in a row e3's live showing has effectively been cancelled after the event was called off last year in 20, june 2020 due to the spread of covid 19 pandemic however the esa is planning a digital e3 2020 show 2021 my bad showcase the event organizer previously outlined the plan in a statement to Games Raider, writing: "We can confirm that we are transforming the E3 experience for 2021, and will soon share the exact details on how we're bringing the global video game community together. We are having a great we are having great conversations with publishers, developers, and companies across the board, and we look forward to sharing the details of about their involvement soon. Uh, should also note this digital showcase will take place from June 15th to June 17th." and uh no longer a week long uh we're going to just 3 days but i think there's more to it than they're saying about the 3 days because it sounds like a lot of people don't want to come
0: yeah well i it just like it doesn't surprise me like playstation has been knocking out their uh their state, state of, of yeah, their state of plays they've been pumping out their state of uh plays every couple months or so and it feels like an E3 every time they do it i mean they're usually smaller and not as grandiose, but they're
1: uh, yeah, they can be. Though we did have that Play- PlayStation Five one from a yeah. few months back. Not the first one, which I gave a C minus. Yeah. <laughs> the second one that got an A yeah, There's more
0: indies on that one, but uh yeah. yeah, they they keep to be pumping these out all the time now. So it's like I don't know. I I mean E three was is more relevant for the people that are in the industry. So. I mean, we as consumers really like to. Oh wait, we're in the industry now. <laughs> I've influenced things <laughs> and people, but uh, yeah. So I mean, it's disappointing. Um, I, I did get to go one year, which was super exciting and was one of my bucket list items for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, I mean, you have to in 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 this world that we're living in right now to do it this way so but this might actually work out better because a digital showcase it means consumers like ourselves can possibly see more in-depth details about things assuming we're allowed to get in certain events there'll probably be more digital stuff going on in the background that we won't be able to see as consumers but um you might have more access to it not to mention there'll probably be a digital archive of it so you'll be able to watch it anytime
2: I know, kind of touching on what you were saying. You know, there might be something, something else to it. And we were talking about this before recording too, where uh, it's it's very easy for some of these developers maybe to have their own little showcase, like a uh, CD Projekt Red did their Night City Wire. Like, that's honestly the one example I can think of right now off the top of my head, but it is... Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and then we have Ubisoft started their Ubisoft Forward events. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, it's easy enough for them to just showcase their own thing. Like, is it mm-hmm. really necessary to have these events anymore, especially with everything being at home? It's a lot easier for them to just do it themselves. They don't need an event to do it for them.
1: Oh, for sure. I think, um, you know, because of the same pandemic that is making this go digital... We also have more people stuck at home that are probably going to watch and look at these things, even if you do it, do them by yourself, right? Just like you said. Uh, so you have more eyes and ears, uh, that you're reaching probably even if you do it by yourself and you know, EA play was already doing their own thing. Nintendo Uh, is doing their Microsoft, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They're doing their thing online. Exactly. And PlayStation has been out for how many, like two years or three or now? I can't remember. Um, so it's kind of I don't know. It, it, we've kind of seen this slowly, um, and honestly, I, I still, and I don't know what you guys think, but like, let's just pretend we live in a greater place, which COVID just disappears, everything goes back to normal. Is there an E3 to go back to anyway? Who's showing up? Yeah. So I, I don't know, I, and I, like some of it tells me I'm like. And again, that's why I think we go from a week to three days because I don't think anyone's showing up anyway.
2: Other than these showcases, what, and I, I guess this is kind of a question for Chris, what was really there to bring you out?
0: Uh, yeah, there wasn't anything specific at the time. We were excited to see anything uh, Destiny. T- Cosplayers. Yeah, that, well, that was actually pretty cool. There's some good costumes. You see a lot of stuff online, but in person kind of cool. Uh, Destiny 2 was a big one. Uh, Spider-Man, I think, was for that year. There's a whole bunch of other ones. You got me a
1: bag for Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: I got you lots of swag. Um, For me, it was mostly just the experience of being there and experiencing it. But it's different even when you're there, too, because you still don't have access to all the big showcase that you can't go into the conventions and watch the shows that you would see online. So we'd Mm -hmm. still have to Mm -hmm. go to our... Uh, apartment and watch them online for the actual shows because we, we couldn't get in so yeah but there was some cool stuff like I said there was it was just a fun time
1: yeah so I don't know not much to read in here uh slightly disappointing but not really I, I don't know what this show would have looked like even if uh COVID didn't exist so uh I you know sometimes I sound negative when I talk about E3 but like it, it was kind of my Super Bowl. You know, I'm not big into sports. I don't watch football, hockey, any of that stuff. Um, I'd rather play it than watch it. Uh, I yeah. like video games. <clears throat> and uh, so, you know, it was kind of my Super Bowl. I looked forward to it. You know, you watch it, you stay up late. Uh, the next day at work or even when, you know, talking to you two, just talk about it. What excites you? What. You want to piss on, you know, like whatever. It's all fun. And it is sad that we may not have this. uh, We're not going to have that Super Bowl, that big moment anymore.
0: But there's so many more events now during the year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was going to say maybe more little things. And like you said, throughout the year, it doesn't all have to come out in one big push Mm -hmm. because the other, I guess the downside of E3 was that you would have this one big video and then there's nothing for like a month. It would always feel like Christmas almost. Where, you know, like all the games news just dies right after or around Christmas and New Year's. And then all of a sudden this, it'd be the same thing here after that week of just tons of stuff. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I guess it depends what you guys think. If you are happy about this, not happy about this, you can let us know. If not, shut the hell up. We're moving on. This one's number four. No more renting movies. No more renting TV shows. This one comes from the PlayStation blog. Curtis. Do you want to take it?
2: I'm taking the reins. At Sony Interactive Entertainment, this looks like a quote, I'm not going to lie. We strive to provide the best entertainment experience for PlayStation fans, and that means evolving our offerings as customer needs change. We've seen tremendous growth from PlayStation fans using subscription-based and ad-based entertainment streaming services on our consoles. With this shift in customer behavior, we have decided to no longer offer movie and TV purchases and rentals through PlayStation Store as of August 31st, 2021. When this change takes effect, users can still access movie and TV content they have purchased through PlayStation Store for on-demand playback on their PS4, PS5, and mobile devices. We thank our fans for their continued support, and we look forward to further enhancing the entertainment experience on PlayStation.
0: I'm not going to lie. They, they start off in their spiel sounding super high on things like, yeah, we're doing so good. And then, and and then we're shutting down the hammer. service. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> We've seen such <laughs> growth wait, in twist. this. It's like,
2: yeah, sorry, guys. We're taking it away now.
0: Yeah, they made it sound yeah. like it was doing tremendous growth in pl- from PlayStation fans. It's like, we're canceling the service. Wait. They wait. Just,
2: do they just understand that they don't
1: compete with Netflix or something? yeah and that's he's like i can't uh, i can't afford clothes for my kids anymore <laughs> uh we're doing fantastic though <laughs> um uh, i don't know what you got i think curtis brought this up before uh so i don't want to steal your point but you were talking about like is this you know because maybe sony's thinking about its own streaming service oh yeah i mentioned that oh sorry it was chris yeah. um So yeah, like I don't know if that's part of this Which Um, I think
0: could possibly Be something that would happen Because they're getting such a uh, network Of animated stuff with uh, uh, What what do they have again? Funimation
1: Uh, They just bought Crunchyroll Yeah, they own Funimation So they could
0: be coming out with a Combined services package Which is mostly anime But then maybe movie rentals and stuff on the side
1: Well, but we do know Uh, If you remember the article we talked about, they have started their own production company. And they are making Twisted Uh Metal TV show. uh, So that could be on there. Uh, You know, I don't know how much control they have over the Uncharted movie. Uh, I don't, maybe that one wouldn't be on there, but they might get it later. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you're right. Like everyone has a streaming service now. There's uh, Peacock, Paramount, uh, you know, I guess Warner refused with uh, HBO a Disney plus, you know, everyone's got something. Yep. It feels like everyone's trying. It's the great streaming wars of 2020 to 2021. There will be casualties though. And I kind of hope Sony doesn't do this because it's already getting ridiculous out there. Like let's face it. Netflix. I, well, at least I could be talking out my ass here, but I think Netflix is forever. Yeah. Uh, I think HBO is probably doing fine. Disney plus, Somehow it will stay relevant through its uh, if, properties alone. If
0: they can combine it with their PlayStation Plus service, then it'll work. And I mean, and I'm That's talking true. like maybe a $2, $3 bump, like not too crazy, but an yeah. alternative. Then I think the easy thing would be just people just get that. And see, it.
2: it worries me if they actually do their own service. Because then it just means another bill you have to pay. Like, TV bills are already expensive enough if you have to pay for 800 different services. Because even, like, you know Netflix's plan, I don't remember exactly the year, but they wanted to have, like, 50% of their content as original content. Uh, Amazon has a lot of their own original stuff, too, so, like, you have to have that service. If Sony does this, too, then it's like, oh, it's
0: just something else I have to pay for. But you're already paying for PlayStation Plus. So, yeah, like that's, that's kind like, of if the. They bundle the it in. Yeah. So, that's where. If they
1: bundle it in, it'd be like me. Like, the only reason I have Prime is because I want faster package delivery. Exactly, yeah. And I, I personally don't care about their streaming service. I think, again, personally, I would rank it as probably one of the worst ones I have. You watch like one show um, on it? Yeah, like, honestly, the boys, and I think they have Invincible coming out this month. And. Although I'm excited for that show, it's, it's one show. And when I'm done with those shows, I, I feel like I honestly never turn it but, on but, again.
0: But they got Sonic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they got it first. <laughs> <laughs> they got one thing this year, and it's Sonic. Sanic. The only thing faster than Sonic is how quickly I exit Amazon Prime. Okay, we're moving into a little more somber news. This one is number five. Hardsuit Labs announces layoffs. This one comes from Destructoid. Here we go. In late February, Paradox announced that it was dropping the title's long-term developer, Hardsuit Labs, who had been working on the Dark Adventure since far, as far back sorry, as 2015. Unfortunately, it appears that the changes in development have had serious repercussions for the studio's workforce, with various Hardsuit employees being laid off since the Paradox announcement was made. Producer Austin Mastre, I hope I'm not murdering that one, as well as narrative designer Anna C. Webster, Samantha Walschlanger, uh, again, hopefully not murdering it, and Nicole Stanford were among those who took to Twitter to announce that they had lost their respective roles at the Seattle based Studio. With Stanford confirming the Hardsuit Labs' entire narrative team had been affected by the decision in a statement to several news outlets, Hardsuit Labs expressed its regret at the layoffs While we worked hard to source some great work opportunities for the studio to move forward with, we were unable to provide work for a small number of individuals and thus made the difficult decision to part ways, reads the statement. This decision was not made lightly and was done so only after we felt we had exhausted the opportunities to avoid such a layoff. More quotes. For the effective team members, with their permissions, we are reaching out to partners and fellow studios in hopes that we can assist in placing our former colleagues with new opportunities we sincerely wish the very best to our former co- colleagues and thank them for their contributions to the studio and our projects during their time here uh yeah on un- very unfortunate news uh i you know i don't like to hear that anyone loses is losing their job or lost their job but um it, you know it, it's kind of to be expected with uh, such a major departure from you know making a game for the last five to six years, right? It's tough
0: when you're in an industry that you you have projects, right? Or you're working on a game for X amount of years. But once that game's finished, it's like, okay, am I doing a sequel? Do I get to work on another game? They just don't know. It's it's a pro- kind of a project-based business where like some jobs, like retail and stuff, they're always going to be there. Well, in You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, yeah. I, it's more consistent where yeah it's 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 a tough business as it as it is already, so to get cut out of a project near what's felt to from our perspective felt like it was must be getting to the end of the project, but it's mm. sort of feeling like it might not be now feels like they're maybe restarting what they're doing if, if you're
2: getting rid of your narrative team, then either like their direction that they were going or something obviously wasn't lining up with paradox so that might be kind of evident
0: yeah
1: yeah i i'm i'm happy and hopefully it's true you know that they're trying to find different positions for these former employees um i I, you know i hope i wish them the best i hope they continue in the the field that they uh seem to have, have passion for um but yeah there's not much to really talk about this it's just yeah, unfortunate and it sucks, but I this won't be the it isn't the first and it won't be the last time we read an article like this, but it um, feels like the
0: industry kind of looks after its own a little bit, not not in the corporate side of things, but more in the fact that like if someone loses their job, it seems like some other studio will hear about it or even if it's an indie thing we'll we'll try to pick those people up right away. At least that's what it seems it's it's, it's hard because we don't follow them in their careers that often, mm-hmm. so but it seems like that happens, so that's kind of nice. But
1: yeah, I think this one touches home a little bit for me because I was looking for this game so much. From what I, the little I saw, it seemed like what I wanted was there. Um and maybe that wasn't the case. I don't know uh, you know, obviously we don't we weren't the fly on the wall we don't know anything we didn't see anything uh obviously there were some issues but i just don't know where that lies you know sometimes you read it and it kind of looks like paradox might be the issue but then maybe it wasn't um there is no info there yeah it just sucks yeah but like you like i think curtis was saying or maybe it was chris i sorry if i can't remember but all i know is there's an issue and now i don't know when we're gonna see this game
0: it feels like they're cleaning house
1: Uh, yeah, I and mean, honestly, if maybe it needs an entire restart, but so then I'm thinking, oh, you just wasted six years and you're restarting. Like, oh, that's, I mean, uh, it, that's a doozy. It
2: was mentioned in like last week we touched on the article and it said that they at least kind of laid the groundwork. So maybe you have mm. you have maybe some of the assets. A lot of the, the- that's
1: true. You could keep probably. Blah. And who knows with the contracts, but you're right. They could probably keep some of the textures, 3D models. Yeah, so like if that.
2: it's just a matter of maybe actually redoing the story, it might not take as long as you think. Maybe two years, three years, not six.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Three years is probably a good guesstimate. Just
2: to make sure that it actually makes sense and isn't something rushed.
1: Mm-hmm. And they did talk about those side projects. So, you know, maybe that's what they're going to do to keep us satiated until they release the rest
0: i'm putting but. it in my calendar three years from today <laughs>
1: <laughs> confirmed it's like on the day Chris. <laughs> like yeah you you definitely owe me a pizza for that one a pizza come on more than that um anyway we're going to move on from that depressing news to some hopefully inspiring news this one's number six PSVR is alive and well. Chris, do you want to read it?
0: Sure. I mean, this one's not more or less a, a big article. It's just more or less we got a, uh, I think it was five games we got a clip, clips of. Um, so for the PSVR spotlight announcements from the creators of Arizona Sunshine, After the Fall brings a fast-paced co-op FPS action to PSVR. Uh, we got a an expansive JRPG-inspired MMO zenith or zenith is coming to playstation vr uh i expect you to die too. the spy and the liar returns i'm not gonna say to psvr psvr (laughs) action adventure uh fracked uh launches this summer uh embrace the primal wilderness of psvr survival game song in the smoke and then face your nightmares uh, of horrible textures in Doom 3 VR edition for PSVR. The, the <laughs> caption Bell. there should be like, yes, it's as bad as you remember. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you know this was for PSVR? <laughs> it's for PSVR. So I think we all watched or clipped of through some of these trailers. Um, I think the one interesting one, oh, there, there was two, I think, for me. Um, the MMO Zenith. Uh, I think that's going to be interesting because Anything MMO that you could do a VR game with buddies and friends seems like it'd be a, a funny,
1: interesting experience. Can we rename it though to uh, T Post Flying Simulator <laughs> 2021?
0: Yeah, there's one shot where everybody jumps off the ground and flies, but it, it sort of just
1: it didn't look good. Maybe that's <laughs> no, the animation. It did not look How good do at you all. know, in that universe, maybe you T Post Fly. I want recording of that discussion on the table and being like, I want them to fly, T posing. <laughs> it's like, why though? He's like, do, do it. it. It works do so well it. for cyberpunk. <laughs> do it. <laughs> the, the
0: like, I guess I guess I said there was two that looked interesting, but the rest are all kind of like, I could. I mean, anything VR is interesting. I don't,
1: like, I think I expect you to die. Looks fun. Like, it's yeah. a quirky, fun little game. Um, Fract looked coolish. Like, I don't know. It kind of looks it's funny that one looks like, you know, I expect you to die is very spy James Bond. Yeah. But so is Fracked, right? Fract looks like literally taken out from a double seven movie. Mm-hmm. Um I, I liked uh, Song in the Smoke. It looked cool. It looked, interesting, it looked yeah. like a VR um not I don't want to say Valheim, but you know, it's a survival esque mm-hmm. game. Uh just looked better than Valheim. Um and then Doom VR like you know I, I don't remember Doom 3 fondly I do Like that it went like more more scary uh. But from everyone I, That I've talked to it just didn't pan out Well so I don't know if it holds up
0: It didn't seem like it did from the trailer I remember it looking good yeah. back in the Day but
1: Not a lot here but It's good to see that PSVR isn't dead mm. Uh, That they're still supporting Still planning and that Even makes me more hopeful that psvr 2 or whatever they end up calling excited it for it you know i was talking with a couple exactly. buddies about
0: it. We're kind of our hopes and dreams of what we want to see with it so i won't go over the list or anything but there's definitely some improvements to the head tracking and stuff that could be done and it seemed like mm-hmm. the very first version of it was kind of like you know their shot their attempt at vr to see what they could do right now i yeah. think they can definitely uh pump out something that'll uh, hopefully wow us I think my biggest surprise from this was no Resident Evil.
1: Not yet, but we'll see. I want it now. Um, So that's enough PSVR news. I say we move on to number seven. We're kind of lagging behind here, so we're going to try to speed things up a little bit. Number seven, Troy Levitt departs from Avalanche Studios following internet controversy. This one comes from IGN. Hogwarts Legacy lead designer Troy. I'm going to go with Levitt, not Levitt has left
2: developer Avalanche Software and quit the project, following controversy around his YouTube channel. Levitt became the center of controversy two weeks ago when journalist Liam Robertson pointed out that the designer had previously uploaded a number of videos in the past that, among other subjects, expressed support for the Gamergate movement and downplayed high-profile cases of sexual harassment. Levitt has now explained on Twitter that he has left Avalanche Software adding that he has nothing but good things to say about the game, the dev team and WB Games. In a follow-up, Levitt says that he felt absolutely secure in his position at Avalanche but made the choice to resign.
1: So yeah, that's a mouthful for sure. Uh interesting. Uh hopefully this doesn't affect the game too much itself. Um you know, it it was delayed out of this year, I believe. Um yeah yeah that is true i so it already has some time to hopefully kind of steer the ship, but yeah, you know we heard well there was another um sorry article that talked about the adding of transgendered um options and characters, and on top of that, there was a mention, and this is all hearsay, but basically that they had uh issues the development team basically had to bring it up to upper management. Uh, there was some pushback from upper management. I don't know if specifically it's this person, and maybe that's also part of why he departed. Um, but you know, there's that as well. So it does seem like there's just um I guess maybe a minor conflict within the development of this game that may have led to this. That's me speculating that's not something I know for sure. Just going off of the two articles, putting them together in my head and coming up with something a possibility and yeah, I don't know. I hope, like I said before, I hope it doesn't affect the game. I'm still looking forward to this game. uh, Quite highly. It's, you know, I ranked it as pretty anticipated for this year. Now, knowing it's 2021, I can tell you right now it's number one, (laughs) number 2022. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it sounds like it was his decision to leave. Um, He did also mention too, that he's going to be going on that YouTube channel which I guess is his YouTube channel. And he's going to be posting a video explaining why he's leaving at some point. Uh, he hasn't given us a date or anything of when he's going to talk to people, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. Hopefully. Yeah. Like you said, it doesn't affect the game too much, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's a lot to talk about here. It's, I guess it depends which side of the fence you're on. It's disappointing. Again, I just don't like anyone losing work, but if he feels this is the right move, then good on him. I yeah, I just don't like dogpiling on people. I know there's some people that are probably excited that he left because they you know, you read this and you're like, Yeah, that does sound like a bad guy, but you know, I think there's two sides to every story. From everything I've looked up, it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like he was doing as bad of things. You know, people like to talk about that Gamergate um, had, you know, cases of sexual harassment and it was anti-female in the industry movement, but it seemed more like he was leaning on actually the media itself covering games that he was against. And it just seems like they're piling on all this stuff on top of it. But I could be wrong. I am not looking into it that much. I just don't enjoy dogpiling on someone, especially if I don't do all the homework. So I hope everyone else does the same as well. Last article of the day. We're moving to number eight one step forward two steps back for marvel's avengers this one comes from destructoid developer crystal dynamics and publisher square enix have announced a new update for their comic book epic marvel's Avengers. dropping on march 18th the new patch will decelerate the amount of xp delivered to players slowing down the progression of each individual character and making it a tad longer to assemble avengers because that's what that game needed crystal dynamics stated that the reason behind this move was to prevent players from being overrun With skill points and attributes early in the character's build by slowing down the leveling process players will be given the opportunity to explore a hero's skills and abilities at a more relaxed pace rather than bum bum rushing with them with hypothetically a choice of six new moves after a single boss fight in most rpgs the amount of xp you need to level increase as you gain levels is a curve but our system is a straight line This has led to pacing issues such as skill points currently being rewarded too fast, which may be confusing and overwhelming to new players. We want each decision to invest in a skill or heroic to be more meaningful. Uh, yes, this is a game that I have tried a little. I dabbled. I beat the single player and, uh, beyond the single player stuff, it kind of falls apart quickly. Uh, you realize there wasn't much of a roadmap here. And clearly that roadmap has not been, uh, making you know the rounds so uh even i think what was it they released um uh katie bishop or i can't remember her name kate uh kate yeah. bishop and they that was supposed to come out like the first month after the release and it didn't come out till december and then since december we've had nothing uh next gen updates are supposed to come out march 18th as well seems bad timing honestly you're going to drop the next gen so some people may come back to see that and their reward for coming back to see that is going to be longer leveling times, which in a game where you have to level each individual character, uh, I just don't, you know, like w- w- this game's got grind. I-, I myself haven't felt it, but I've talked to a few other people and it sounds like it's not an easy game to get to the very end game stuff. Not that there's even a point, right? The game still doesn't have a raid or anything to do really. Um, but just, Oh my God. Like, With all the problems this game has, like, why are you doing this? It's it's as if they're like, hey, too many people are still playing this game. We got to make sure it dies like Anthem. How's the quickest way to get us there? Because when you're talking about a games of a service, the base levels don't really mean anything. They're just a tedious thing, just like Destiny. Just get to the max level and then we can start the real grind. I mean, but the thing is, is like, realistically,
0: the, the choice of the six new moves after a single boss fight, I mean if someone studies all six of those moves you're going to find out that their balancing system shit and that one of those moves is probably going to be way more powerful than those other five so google it before you choose that your ability and move on with your day i'm sorry this is just crap this is just stupid shit
1: well and to me it doesn't make any sense cuz from what i remember you unlock all of them anyway and then you can just like destiny you just change back and forth so it doesn't really matter like if you level too fast and you don't understand things try different builds you have you can switch it on the fly like you finish the mission you didn't like the way that went change it done and then you can go and continue your endless grind end game stuff i i yeah i i literally cannot for the life of me figure out why they're making this stuff harder on themselves constantly uh, yeah, this doesn't make me want to return. I'll tell you that much. I, I, I would say that's who, my final. Who word does this on it.
0: Incentivize, incentivize to want to come and play? It's what in reading this, what makes this want you to go back and play? Like there's nothing.
1: A sick masochist male <laughs> that just is like after he plays a little bit of this and gets frustrated about how long it takes, he's going to have his wife whip him in the back room. <laughs> Because that's what he enjoys, just pain and misery. 12 people still playing uh, this, they're like, hey, they're making an update for the game. <laughs> yeah, and well, you'll be enjoying Drop to nine people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, <exactly>. They're going <laughs> right. to lose a quarter of their yeah. audience because of this. <laughs> there will be more playable characters than people playing <laughs> the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, we got through all our news articles. Yay, Morty that means we get to move on to homework what is homework homework is when we don't have enough time to meet our timely fashion we love so much in the show so we basically give you different articles that you can go educate yourselves on and uh yeah we all have a good time with that so we're going to move into homework and the first one is aliens fire team is a co-op pve shooter coming to pc playstation and xbox you can find on ign but the summary is, yay, another Aliens game where you shoot Aliens. Hopefully this um, one will be original.
0: Because there's so many bad I ones. I
1: there's, there's so many bad ones. And why you would make the same game, basically, mm-hmm. just boggles It looks my like brain. Gears of
0: War, but Aliens. That's kind of the vibe that I got. Yeah. Mm. I'm surprised nobody else was saying that. I'm like, this looks like Gears of War, but with Aliens. So I, I... I which,
1: fun fact, game? Gears of War, you fought aliens. <laughs> oh, wait, no, just put that together. <laughs> Yo, you're crazy. Uh, moving on to homework number two, Ratchet & Clank is now free on your PS4 or PS5. That one comes from The Verge. And yeah, go get another free game. Hooray. Um, we're going to number three. Outriders demo has been downloaded by over 2 million people. This one comes from PC Games Insider uh yeah basically i have tried outriders demo i guess i should have talked about that in the start of the show and um it wasn't for me but i'm also kind of noticing that i'm done with games of a service games so i'm just you know i played it it was kind of funny that you brought up gears of war that's what this one is it's cover-based shooter um meets kind of destiny kind of division it seems like a hodgepodge of a couple of things affect
0: the environment a little bit
1: more they say I didn't experience that, but uh, I also didn't put too many hours into it. But, you know, seems like other people did. So good on them. Hopefully it's something. But in a world where there's so many games that are trying to eat our time, does this, is there room for this game? I don't know. Curtis will have to be the judge of that. Moving on to our next bit of homework, Ghost of Tsushima devs to be honored as tourism ambassadors for the real life island. That one comes from Games Radar. And uh, just a little bit uplifting, fun news, uh, nothing too serious, which is kind of nice. And the last one is Diablo 2 Resurrected. Players can import their ancient Diablo 2 save files. That one comes from IGN. And uh, if you're like me and you wanted to play this on your console, then I had severely doubt they're going to let me import my save file. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I don't even have the computer that I have that save file on anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that my save file is long gone, so... Pretty sure that hard drive is a sledgehammer. Yeah, there's no more uh, Immortal Kings set for me, and, and more uplifting
0: news, the player base for Diablo 2 currently is probably higher than uh, <laughs> Marvel's <laughs> Avengers. I saw yeah, where I you were going with that. I'm like, dude... You're
1: a sneaky man, you Chris. You saw where I was going so, before I got there. So that is it for the show. We finished everything in the timely manner I personally love so much. So that means we must be going for another week. Uh, We will see you again next Monday. But until then, we say goodbye. Happy anniversary, guys. Bye. Bye. Honestly, it is a video game. But sometimes I'm like, this does seem something geese are capable of. Because they just love to torment people. I get why this game exists.
0: You push him in the puddle while I stand on his head and keep it underwater.
1: (laughs) While flapping. (laughs) eh? I'm majestic, mother. I'm majestic. Um, Yeah, appreciate my beauty, you piece of garbage. Um, Anyway, that is it for that. So let us get into the real show. The eight articles. And then we're going into... (laughs) Or it's... None of our guesses, and we're all completely wrong. I just swallowed my tongue. <laughs> oh, that was my tongue. Woo! When did breathing become so hard? Fate, is that when you hit your thirties and you're just like, "What? Your, Why is he even breathing hard?" Your face <laughs> like, a
0: couple shades redder.
1: Yes, I I lost. My eyes started to water. It's like I. I I don't know. My life started flashing before my (laughs) eyes, and I was ready to let go. There was a light. (laughs) (laughs) Bloopers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm leaving it in. Might as well, right? Let's make that editing easier.